0: What up, what up,
1: what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, you're tuned in here to the Monday edition of Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, JK Hardball Hars, Jonas Clark producing, Jeremy with us again, some of them for Sam spinning the one and twos, All right. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Online. Your number to participate is 1-800-707-9760. Again, that is 1-800-707-9760. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the sports grind. 1-800-707-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it's open phone lines anything that happened over the weekend that's sports related that you want to bring to the airways feel free to do that. Uh, we just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, don't forget, if you want to follow me on Twitter or reach out to me via Twitter, it's at Sports Grind. And if you want to follow uh, Mike, it's at Hardball Hard as well also. And don't forget, we're streaming through Facebook Live now. You've got to go through the Sports Grind business page Facebook um, and tune in there. You can catch the stream on live. And don't forget, also, you can check the daily podcast as well, also, and that's available now. Where Jonas now,
0: uh, Those Google are? Podcasts, yeah. iHeartRadio app, uh-huh. and uh, Spotify.
1: Okay, so that's Three something options. that's new for you, give you more options to catch the podcast. And also, before we get going on a programming note, don't forget, uh, we're with you Monday through Wednesday this week before we end and wrap up the 2021 year and get out of here. And then we'll resume next Monday, getting ready to kick off the new 2022. A uh, year here, so without further ado, what's up, Mike? How you doing, man?
2: What's happening, man?
1: Happy, uh, I hope you had a happy
2: holidays to the folks out
1: there. Yeah, yeah, Christmas is good for me. No, no drama, no, uh, unexpected things happen. So everybody made it through alive. So that was good for me and you. Everything good with <laughs> you, Mike, and your front with the kids and the home Everything's front.
2: Everything's good. Okay. All right. Yeah, the kids, the kids are good. They're spoiled as all get out <laughs> and, uh, It just don't stop.
1: You know, I hear you. Just don't
0: stop. I hear that.
1: (laughs) Jonas, what's up, man? You ready?
0: Yes, sir. Ready? Rock and roll.
1: All right. Your Christmas is good. Everything good?
0: Yeah. Nice and low key. Okay. Low key. And, uh, you know, of course, got a lump of coal on on Saturday. (laughs) Saturday afternoon. I don't know. I thought I would behave all year. All year. (laughs) <laughs> Big old pile, yeah, man. Yeah,
2: pretty
1: much. Ready to go, Jeremy? Ready? Yes, sir. I don't think that all was right.
2: cold, though. I don't think that
1: was Yeah, cold. I think that was right on schedule. Anyway, it didn't
0: smell like cold, either.
1: <laughs> all right, man. Well, let's see. Uh, today, we've got a lot to get to. A lot happened over the weekend. Of course, we're going to start in the National Football League. Definitely got to talk about those Cowboys who had a dominating win uh, yesterday against their arch rivals, the Washington football team. Uh they won in all three phases. Definitely want to start and get into that here pretty soon. Uh we are putting a bow on week sixteen tonight. Uh we'll get to our cover three preview here shortly. <clears throat> um we'll get to that preview tonight. That's a playoff game for Miami. Same with the Saints. You know, um, you know, Saints are going with the rookie quarterback. Well, quarterback that hasn't taken any snaps in the National Football League. Remember that Notre Dame played like a champion today. You know, he, he he Ian book, he had a up and down like kinda last year with Kelly and you know, he's there, he wasn't there, but you know, um it's crazy because you know when the when the um guys out in the desert thought Taysom Hill was going to start this game, it was like a s it was like I think Saints were gonna be favored uh pretty much by like three and a half or three. They were gonna give Saints yep. favor. And it's flipped all the way to Miami. Favored three. So that's a six-point over six-point swing. And I'm thinking like, hey, man, I know Ian Book ain't started, but yet yeah, and still like crazy things happening at Superdome, and that's Sean Payton. Sean Payton's one of those coaches that's good for three points regardless, when you're handicapping that type of stuff. But we're going to get into it tonight. Uh, You know, one of the questions I have is, like, you know, has Tua done enough to show Miami he is the guy that they can build around? He's got him in this position. If worst-case scenario, he's definitely – I mean, if they're all in and they make the play for Deshaun Watson, he's definitely risen his stock in the last month for whoever out there that's willing to trade for him. Or basically, I don't see them outright releasing to it to be a part of a trade package where there's three teams involved, but we've got time to discuss that we've got also um other n f l action over the weekend that we've got to get to. Um, you know, it's a lot of games that were implications on the line. Uh, Kansas City, the Chiefs, uh, they clinch another AFC West division title. Also, the most likely they've clinched the road they going like DJ through Khaled, Arrow. Don't.
2: They like DJ Khaled. DJ
1: Khaled, another. another one. Yeah, this is a long another. run they've another. had in the AFC West. This being unacceptable for some of the teams that reside in there, this particular one. This is this is a long run they've had. Uh, but I'll tell you that they're still, in my opinion, I mean, they're, they're definitely, like I say, where I've already taken my L on was the fact Where's of the being Drew able Lock to... guess yeah. what I need
2: to know. Where's yeah. the Drew Locke
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing, too. I, I will get to that again. I don't want to spend too much time on teams that are not the, <laughs> the, the pretenders now. You know, the teams that they might not have the elimination next to their logo yet, but they're eliminated, in my opinion. But, um... I would still tell you, like I said, where I'll take my L on was the fact that Kansas City was able to fix this defense through the course of the season, which I really didn't think they were going to be able to fix. So they're doing good that way. They're winning a different style. This is not the Kansas City of 2018-19. But they're still, I believe, not the dangerous team going into the playoffs after this weekend. And I'll tell you that as well. Cincinnati, the Bengals, uh, they have control of their own destiny. Joe Burrow goes nuts defensive coordinator, didn't help the Ravens any type of way. You know, he opened his mouth, you know, during the week. Hey, you know, Joe Burrow, he's good, but let's not put a yellow jacket on him. And Joe Burrow said after the game, like, hey, I thought it was a comment that was unnecessary to make. And then, he, you know, he was honest. Were you thinking about that way out there? Oh, maybe. I will say this. I mean, props to the Cincinnati. I mean, they've been inconsistent. They didn't really look like a playoff team to me last week when they played Denver, either one of those teams. But they stepped up and took advantage of Baltimore being down to a third-string quarterback. Fourth quarterback, but I will tell Cincinnati and flip two one zero something, and Joe Burrow, and and really it's not me defending them because karma comes around. You know Harbaugh was the one that told us he believed in records back in week six or seven when they're like, hey man, I know they're taking a knee, but we rushed it. It's the record. Baltimore will remember the fact that Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, um, and what's my man, the head coach over there? What's my name? What, what's his name? Zach Taylor. Uh, Zach Taylor. Zach, yeah. Zach Taylor, Taylor. Too, yeah. Zach Taylor and Joe Harb uh, Joe Burrow. Will be remembered for being up three touchdowns and still throwing 40, 50 fifty-yard routes on Baltimore. They will remember that game. That's the first thing. When I was watching that, I said, "You know what? They're going to remember this." Because make no mistake, Harbaugh said some things about it after the game. But I said, "Harbaugh, who are you talking about, man? There was a victory formation. You're right. asking keep so to keep the Russia title. I'm not getting it." But yeah. me knowing who Harbaugh is, hard in that organization, and Lamar, they this will uh, you know. And props to Joe Burrow because I think Cincinnati. The reason why, I mean, it wasn't really so much of, well, we got to get Joe Burrow this record, and he's over 500 yards. It was really about them continuing to throw 40-yard post routes and everything. They were trying to earn some respect yesterday. Like, that is the division to where Cincinnati's kind of been down. I know Marvin Lewis had some years where he got them in the playoffs. That was also about them trying to show some respect and get some respect from their division and a national stage. But make no mistake about it. That set the tone for those matchups twice a year going forward. Baltimore will remember the fact that they were running it up. They were running it up yesterday, obviously. And I, as a matter of fact, I don't think I've seen a game all year. All year, week one through 16, that I can remember a particular game where it was obvious that a team was trying to run the score. I'm like, damn, man, Are we got a playoff committee? Are we having style points in the NFL now? Like, I get it, but that come on, But here's man. the
2: thing. Yeah, they needed to do that. Let me tell you why. Because we let, let's not forget that this used to be a bloodbath game anyway. This was the old days where – You would look at uh, Vontres Burfick going across the middle trying to knock somebody's head off. They battled each other. I know it's not Marvin Lewis anymore. Right. But let's not forget, you just brought it up at the very beginning. The coaches were talking trash to the players. Let's not put a gold jacket on them. Let's not forget that Jamar Chase went for 201 yards, a rookie record, when they first played each other. So we can't get it twisted. And I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan, but – This ain't the first time that they went in there and curb stomped them. They've done this before. Right. And they wanted to make sure that everybody understands we're here to stay. Yeah, you run it. And I know you with your third-string quarterback, but we are here to stay. And I believe that Joe Burrow is one of those dudes that – he likes this kind of stuff. He is. He likes to he, mix no, it up. He I, smokes cigars I agree. when they win championships, and I, he wants to be part of that. I agree with you. I still think when
1: they, when they blew him out in the first matchup, this one was still different. This is different. This is like, you know, Apollo's corner is already thrown in the white towel. The best alone already threw it in and they still they still grounding and pounding them. I th- like I get it. There's no love loss, especially in that division. All I'm saying, remember this. I cause I believe that there will be by the time they play each other again next year, I don't think they're gonna have a matchup in the playoffs with each other. Uh, the the time they play next year. From those two games, this game will be remembered, and I and it's good for football. The rivalry and everything is good. I have no problem with it, and I agree with you, Arch. Yeah. The coaching staff of Baltimore probably kind of you know fed into that a little bit, you know, for the most part. And Burrow kind of alluded to that.
0: What you got, John? The the, the rivalry yeah. is one thing, and the divisional game is one thing, but isn't there something else for momentum at this time of year too? You know that that's for the top the division crown. You know, that, that's still up in the air. I'm going to put that out there. But, but they're, they're top on the division right now. <laughs> but you've got, a, you've got the Chiefs next, and then you do have the Browns. That could be a division, uh, a, a, a division championship game between those teams. But, but you're rolling into the Chiefs. So you have to make a statement now and say, hey, Chiefs, hey, Books, hey, anybody, you want to discount us? Look what we're going to do against this Ravens defense. Not Lamar Jackson, because he plays the other side of the ball. But look, we're gonna look what we're gonna do against this defense.
1: Let me tell you something, man. Um, there's not, there's a couple, but it's ranks amongst the top three in robberies between the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Football Team. And Dallas called Dallas put second team in last night with a lot of time to play. I, yes, you. If, if anything, and I'm not saying Cincinnati had to pull starter. You can run the ball, Joe Mixon. They're throwing bombs like they are down and trying to play catch-up. It wasn't about letting air out the ball. They were trying to hang 100 on them guys yesterday, period. And, and I had no problem with it. I'm not here to defend Baltimore. I mean, like I said, hardball karma's a hell of a thing. I mean, the Russian title, the Russian record was a consecutive Russian over 100 yards was important to him in Colorado, and he stood by it, and no one, everybody thought Vic was basically whining and complaining. Okay, fine. I, I have no reason to defend him, but I'm just making no mistake about it. Cincinnati is they will remember that. Now, going forward, I mean, other divisions, there's a lot of other things to get to, too, as well. The AFC East, Patriots, they go down. Um, I have a feeling where I feel the Patriots are at right now. Props to Buffalo Bills and the Bill Mafia. They they have built, they've been chasing New England for years. Uh, this pretty much, unless there's a debacle for them in the last couple of games, they've secured back-to-back AFC East titles. I didn't think that they could do it basically with New England and what they've done in the offseason, uh, but they did it. Props to, you know, Buffalo, because that was a stand to find out really what Buffalo was about as well too. So we got to get around the NFL, college football. Football, bowls continue to roll on. Uh, you know the Miami Hurricanes—they've become the next university to bowl out of the what was the Sun Bowl—and um, they're saying due to COVID nineteen, as they say. You know, I'm about to call hogwash on this man because at the end of the day, like Miami, uh, first of all, probably translation. How many outbreaks they got? Because 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 this is same, the numbers. Yeah, this is just like it sounds like to me. Manny D is like, hey man i I ain't coaching, and I'm gone. And probably told his assistants, y'all don't want to coach this either. Manny Diaz feels like he was done wrong by Miami. He's been quiet. He's been a little vocal there. I've been paying attention that season. I mean, that 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 story on the side. This to me is is just hogwash. It, they don't want to go to the Sun Bowl. We're not playing this. It costs money to send the kids. We're in the midst of getting a new coach in here. Okay, out of Oregon. All right, even though he denied it all the time and whatever. And Manny Diaz feels like they crapped on him. COVID I'm sorry in my opinion this is just this is whatever this is just another excuse done by COVID around the whole country and they and the Miami just having their turn yeah, just like the, resi- c- the citizens do you know they're just saying yeah, those, it's uh, going
2: it's going around and it's going to continue to be a part of it and it's going to be a, continue to be the discussion we were just talking about it at my office today we're trying to figure out is is, is are the reasons why people are failing this test is because of the new variant is there a false positive? There's so much confusion around this deal that I think sometimes they just up there saying, let's let's not even test. Let's just say that we got it. And hey, man. On. You know, I mean, it's, I, I hey, Mike, look, man, it's a serious thing.
1: I know there's some serious outbreaks going in around professional Absolutely. sports, everything. I'm not even having that take to feel light of it. I just think, you know, follow. It's Look, man, I think A&M had their reasons I think if it was a more important bowl, a New Year's Six bowl, or something like that, or it was a part of the – they were going to go in and play it. Whether they had to go against backups, guys that just in the transport, you know, Jimbo and then would have paid it. The COVID situation, give them out. In my opinion, I don't even know how bad their cases are in Miami or how many they're claiming. It's do you bad. have those numbers?
0: Uh, it's not a number, but they it are – It is uh, Miami, though. But they, yeah. they just do not have enough players available. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, right. so that could that's be, what they tell us. That's, I mean, that, yeah, that's what they say. But it could be a matter of you don't have enough to, to field two strings and you have to have guys out there for a full game. You so lose, how many you are we? Do we know our of top? Position?
1: Are we? I think that's two I know of. How many bowl games are we at that's really it's been the fifth, canceled? Cause of, fifth so, team
0: to drop from a bowl game. So it's
1: five. A total of five bowl games that have been
0: canceled. Five teams have withdrawn. Yeah.
1: Withdrawn, but they're trying to get This is the third replay. team from the ACC. They're trying to find other teams. I got you. 976 you listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Online. When we get back, we'll talk about them boys, the Cowboys, give it to their arch rivals, the Washington football team. And, hey, I know Ron Rivera's a good man, okay? But, hey, man, I I got some things with Mr. Ron Rivera uh, today with that performance and what happened on the sideline, and we'll get into that when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zingzang ready to drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zingzang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no
2: one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zingzang full strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready.
1: Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zingzang responsibly. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 1-800-707-9760. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. Make sure you go to their website, check out all their latest products. they got new products constantly coming in. You can shop for the comforts of your own home. That is HazelSkyOnline.com. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Integrity Visors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, whether auto, home, life, or renter's insurance. And he can find the cheapest rate out there for you because he represents over 40 different carriers for insurance. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That is Integrity Visor's agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Also, uh, before we dive into Cowboys, we got the NBA season that's rolling on, and your San Antonio Spurs have caught a little bit of fire. You know, not a forelarm, just a little bit of fire. They're playing a lot better. Um, I think they play with a little bit this Beep. this stretch this uh Beep. this uh <laughs> this stretch right here is a team to me honestly that's more confident uh in regards to maybe selling their roles. Now the thing I, I think tonight's a good test for them against Utah because this is the team that they beat last week on that had an eight game winning streak. They went in maybe Utah let let the guard down. Maybe they took them lightly. This would be a good test for them tonight to see as they play. While well, can you take care of a team that is going? to be in the Western Conference final conversation to be there. Can you handle them two straight losses? Maybe we're on to something. Now, the question I've got to Spurs fan and Spurs Nation out there, because I know how I feel about this, is that by them playing better and them having the success to be able to go beat down on a a Clippers team or beat down on a struggling Lakers team to sneak up and beat, uh, you know, a Utah – because keep in mind, last night – First of all, that was a G League team, Detroit Edison, out there. They had an outbreak. Those are guys on G League that uh, probably didn't even get per diem that day. Okay, so I'm not going to give – that beat down yesterday was a beat down with a bunch of G League guys. But there's other wins expected. But the question I've got for Spurs Nation, does the winning these games like this and being able to say, hey, man, you know, we might not be there, but, you know, we might lose five in a row, but, hey, you know what, we can run for a five in a row. Is the winning going to be able to make it easier and feel better to constantly to still be stuck in no man's land? That's why on this I'm torn because people have to realize if this is if they're about to what go. What do you mean?
2: What do you mean stuck in no question, man's land? Good question.
1: Good question, Horge. What I mean by that is because they are a I believe they're a franchise that basically is there's a couple things. There are franchises struggling from the face, having a face of ownership. Okay, like really a guy that that said, I understand the whole thing with Dale and the board switch around. That's the number one problem. It makes a difference in sports. Trust me. Okay, number two, I think they're a team that basically have a bunch of young guys, one of the youngest guys in the roster. And they're dealing with what some people consider with a goat, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Meaning that is it good enough to what they've done the last few years? not really be they're 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 not even a playoff team really talent wise unless we've kind of adopted these new rules cuz of covid with the playing game and what i mean by no man's land cuz you're stuck there to where you're not good enough to get back into the middle of the pack maybe or upper the west but at the same time you're going to do just enough because of pops coaching skills uh because of some of the talent and the young core has been together now a couple years some of the main three four pieces that is still going to put you toward the end of the year battling for that 10th final playoff spot, ninth final playoff that keeps you out from getting in that top four or top three of picks to really try to get that one guy to say hey that's the guy we're building around we already got a nice bunch of pieces whatever that's what I mean because in the last few years this team's been stuck at the worst position you can be in any professional sport out of the major ones I'll say out of the three that I know like the back of my hand that I follow when it comes to basketball when it comes to the NFL and when it comes to MLB is when you're 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 sitting there and you're in no man's land. you're not good enough to be a top playoff team you're not a middle you're there and you're not you're not the bottom of the barrel of the league. You're right there in just no man's land, man. And that is a terrible spot to be for any organization for a long minute of time. No matter what your previous record is, whether you got championships, whether you're on the cusp of the championship, that right there. Prime, look at Golden State. Take Golden State, for example. A team that basically was on a dynasty run, okay, prior to KD. They had KD. He leaves. Then they might have an injury here to Clay. They missed Clay for two years. They didn't stick around in Omez. No they even had to come back and really stink it up to get a number two overall pick. Yes, Jonas, even though Wiseman has been and out, but what I'm telling you is, and look at basically them now, they are built. Golden State is they're deep. They are deep. And a lot of that stuff is draft homegrown. I'm they telling you, it's it's about it's not just Steph, man. Because first of all, and like I said, not coming at you. But this is what I'm not gonna do this year with the Steph because you can't say that and say they still got Steph when basically Steph was given no credit and saying that he couldn't do anything and he had to go out and get KD. I'm waiting for those people. I'm. A, this is early in the NBA season, but those are those
2: are not everybody. That's not everybody. It's a and good I, chunk. I, Harge. I'm, 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 it's a good chunk. Yeah, but I'm. A, I'm gonna push back on on when you say. I'm gonna push back on where you say that they just. Decided that they were just going to lose games. No, they no, no, no. Injuries. I didn't say tank. Had, right.
1: I'm not saying but,
2: that. I didn't say they tanked. But they what? dealt with a lot of different things to make right. them in this But point. there was the, no what, the thing that the the thing that the Spurs were going through was they just they didn't have the personnel? That right. mesh okay. didn't work last year with Aldridge stepping away and but the, Harge, uh, the I, agree away. I agree with what you're saying.
1: I agree with what you're saying, but I didn't I didn't say Golden State tanked them. But at the end of the day, it don't matter. They didn't stick in no man's land. They really sucked or now they're the team to beat maybe in the whole NBA. What I'm saying is that the Spurs and I'm not just talking about this last season. For the last three or four years, the Spurs have been stuck in no man's land. They're they're not at the bottom of the league, but they're good enough to try to compete for that ninth or last ten playing spot, or maybe before we start that, they're 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 trying to compete for that A spot. You know, that there were at the end of the day, that's where I'm saying. So the way they're playing and the way they look at as a team that's playing with more confidence could automatically went uh, to result in more wins. But how many more wins is going to result to is it going to result to enough that past we talk about this record we're getting for pop? Or is it going to result to much where like, damn, dude, we missed it. We, we were barely there for that 10th spot or we got that 10th and 9th spot, but we're going home once in the playoff game and we're back again. That's all I'm saying. So I agree with you. I'm not saying Golden State tanked. I'm not saying that, but the point of it is they didn't stick in no man's land for not even them. They fell all the way off and then bounced back and got it turned around really in the last couple of years. and a lot of that had to do with losing Clay Thompson th- and in other injuries as well. They lost
2: Clay Thompson and they lost Steph twice. I mean that that's gonna put you in that position to be able to get and that. You know it wasn't what? a it wasn't like they and, they had both of those guys sitting r- r- on the bench right. so you're gonna lose a lot of okay. games when you lose those types of players, but right. the Spurs hadn't been in that situation yet. So I don't, I don't think that's fair about the, the no man's land where they're just kind of in that so spot. You don't disagree. forget they do have one of the greatest coaches that is of all time. Okay. Then let me ask
1: there. y'all, what's y'all's def- Cause that is a terminology that's used in sports. Then what's y'all definition of no man's land then? Cause let me just describe what I'm saying. No man's land means, you're not a title I know, team. I know exactly okay. what you're saying, but yeah, but I know the, exactly what you're saying. But the facts of it is that how do you, who, you
2: get out of that though? How do you get do you out, you get of, out it? of that? How
1: do you get out of it? Is that that the, means you're just gonna go out
2: there and just lose? Not no, just lose, I mean, but not just <laughs> pop. Got hey, pop got stuff uh, that he's
1: okay for too. Right, but we're talking about this particular franchise, and if we want to use Golden State as an example, say, well, damn, Calvin, they were without Steph and Clay or whatever they missed. Okay, that's facts, but even them could afford yeah, bring to bring me somebody else. don't use them. Okay. But hold on, Harge, but (laughs) even them, okay, but they can lose them. But at the end of the day, even they could afford to play with it because even if they haven't turned around this team, they're going to get guys that want to go play there. We've got to do this through the draft. That's my whole okay, point in that's this. That, that, that's, that's my point that, in this, that, dude. That, that's
2: what you're that, yes, me. Yes, okay. they are no. Okay.
1: They're in no man's that. land. Yeah. That is fact. The last three or four years, they are in no man's land. So my thing is like, good. They won three in a row. We want them. We I don't want them to be an embarrassment of the league. I want them to be able. To, I want this. I've, I've said since day one before the season started. I wanted to see these young guys continue to get better. Dejounte has taken that next step. He's an all. He's playing at an all star level. Okay, that's, that, so that's check mark off. We've got an all-star. We came into this season saying we didn't have an all-star on this roster. DeJounte's playing like all-star. A lot of these guys are getting more confidence. But I'm just – the question, to bring it back full circle from this segment, the question was – is this type of winning where you get a three-game losing winning streak here or five and you beat some quality teams that are going to be playing, but then you might lose four and five in a row or lose to God, lose the teams that are in your level or down, and it keeps you right there at that nine or ten spot when you are a franchise that are not going to be able to do this through free agency? It's going to have to be a bench tier draft. That's my point. And Golden State, regardless, okay. whether they lost Steph or Clay, they could afford to be that because even if this ain't the Golden story, Warriors we see, we don't have a Steph or a Clay where a guys going to want to come play for them. Right. That's my point. Right. They're right. in no man's land.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I, that's where, I, that's where okay. I'll go with you on with that. that with on my that. bad for not okay. basically articulating that better, but that's the whole point of my
0: take there. I, I do think that it was hard to say that the, the warriors were in no man's land because of what they had. But when you talk about the Spurs and does a team like this want to win? Yes. Do you want, is no man's land? Okay. Yes. Cause I go back to the point of the, the Phoenix suns, the Phoenix suns were stuck at the bottom of the league for a while there too. And sure. They had, they had their lottery picks with Ayton and they had, they added Booker, but what, what really took the And, and those, those guys didn't really take them anywhere. Until they added Chris Paul, okay. So now you've got a great young roster with a lot of pieces being advertised. Guys building confidence, saying we can do this together. We might not be there yet, but we need to add another piece. So now you have the opportunity to find that piece in free agency. This is just this is marketing right now. You're marketing the Spurs, and you're saying, "Look at Keldon Johnson. Look at what a piece he is." And he's getting all star votes, and he's getting that. A lot of that goes back to the Pop set this up by taking him to the Olympics with him. He gets to get a gold medal. He gets to be around KD. He gets to embrace a, and 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 absorb a lot of that. But Jonas, you're giving me, but
1: you're giving me the Phoenix model that doesn't work down here. I like Keldon Johnson. Phoenix is another small like, market team. I like. You, hold on. I like Keldon Johnson. He's not close to a Devin Booker, and I'm not even high on Devin
0: Booker. But he's not. I, I think in that, Devin I think, Booker's I think, class. I think Dejounte is your is is, is your close close to Devin Booker he's not Devin Booker but I think that if you can show and now you've got pieces too you appet- the Spurs are being retweeted and out there by NBA on Twitter uh NBA stats on Twitter it's out there so guys like Lonnie Walker and that are going to get run for trade bait and you can move on from some of these pieces that's th- th- remember the Phoenix Suns didn't land Chris Paul in free agency they traded for him Okay. so you can go ahead and you have these pieces being advertised and marketed and you can trade for a piece that then you can sell that guy on a vision and say, look, here's what we need. DeMar DeRozan wasn't what this team needed, but you can say you you don't have the opportunity to go shopping and you actually have the inventory and the money, the currency. to go shopping, Jonas. On the it market. sounds good,
1: but you're creating a model and a game plan that has never existed in here in twenty some plus years. The Everything Spurs, changes. no man, you know that the this, this, the, the, city the, has the, the, the Lakers are a team are a franchise that have always predominantly built their teams through free agency. The Spurs have been built through the draft, and it will always stay that way until somebody that's on the sideline or somebody that's a player that attracts. I will I will repeat, every time this comes up, I'll repeat this too, and we can move on because we got Laura on hold as well. Tim Duncan was kicking ass, averaging 30 and 10 and winning championships. It was either the Lakers or the Spurs that was going. He couldn't get nobody to come down here and play with him. They are a team that's always, they're going to be built through the draft. So you get to give me Phoenix and, okay, I see what you're saying, but you said the key word, they got a Chris Paul trade. And when you're talking about attractive pieces and this and that, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, you know, this is one of those situations, like, look, because of an injury, look how long that we waited for DeJounte Murray to turn that corner. Now, he gets a pass from me a little bit because of that year he lost in his injury. But now he's an all-star. I'm just telling you the back to the circle, and I don't think it's enough to be okay with no man's land. It's not. Because the question I have, if you think it is, okay, well, how long is it to be there? Because you're just stuck in the middle. You know, you're just stuck to know. It's just like going in. You know, it's like being in a relation with somebody, and you really don't know if they're really committed. They want to be with you or they don't. And they just leave you all Just but hold on there. You only have four it's years, a- though.
0: You only have four years. Four
1: years can turn into five and six, and that's why it, I keep asking. It can,
0: it can, or it could end here.
1: Okay, but see, whenever
0: whenever you hire a coach in college, I like to go. I like to go ahead and give them four years. But Jonas, so the, t- turn around the program, the Get people you speak for,
1: here. though, but the people you speak for when it comes to this topic, and we've been talking about this to the nauseum on this this show and this time slot for the last five years, and the pot we trust y'all always y'all don't give an expiration date, man. It's like y'all's battle cry every year to be like, hey, man, it's only been four. Next thing you know, it's only been six. What is your expiration date?
2: What is yours? What is yours? When do you think it has to happen? I think it should have happened before. Where's the end game?
1: I think the way – I look at the whole package together. I I look at the organization in general, not just the W's and L's. I look at the fact of the way – how much stuff has been sold off under Spurs Sports and Entertainment from the business side of it because I factor both of them. How many guys have asked to be traded out of here – not just Kawhi, LaMarcus didn't want to be here, and there was rumors that, you know, the situation, what they were going to do with DeMar. I take that in consideration. That's part of the equation, too. And then also I look at the development and who's really gotten better and what, like, as a team. Like I said, this stretch that they're going to right now, it stands out to me that this is a team, just speaking of the 2021-22 Spurs, this is a team that's finally everybody looks like they're selling their roles and they're playing with confidence. They're, 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 they know how to close a game out. That's what they've showed us in this little hot stretch. They've known how to close a game out. They can keep leads. So I'm showing right there things that Calvin been coming on these rants, on these airways for two hours a day. I'm seeing an improvement in those things because I've been killing them about not being able to execute, blow leads. I'm seeing that finally be an improvement of that. Let's see if that kind of continues in that because it's a long season. You know? Uh, but that's right. that's my that's so, my day. So are
2: we saying that you, you wanted it blown up already? You wanted it. Let's just go ahead and go, or are we going to sit here and watch this development because it seems to be on the right track? Because the things that you've been asking for are now happening. I believe we're trying to figure out what's the next
1: Yeah, I would say next year, if if we're staying the course, and we're staying with this nucleus, and we're going to run it back, and let's just say Pop's not done yet. Let's say he's coming back next year, too. Then one of my things is, like, next year they've got to be at least at the minimum of a seventh seed or higher. That's going to show – because to me, it can't be like, hey, man, we're steady improvement, but reality, we're going to be stuck in the lottery again. Because as long as the GOAT walks on the sideline, what people feel, and as long as he has a lot to do to say in the front office and decisions – okay, because trust me, it is him. I know we have a young GM and all that. Pop has the final – what's going on. As long as he's here, those are expectations, whatever. Now, if he walks away at the end of this year – and Becky slides in or they go with outside the family, somebody else gets this gig, then it's like, okay, well, bet's off. I can't have them as expectations like, oh, under this coach's first year, Becky's first year, you got to make the playoffs. I'm talking as long as this guy's down here walking the sideline. And we got to pretend and assume okay. going forward that until further notice, he's going to be here uh, and he's not leaving anytime soon. That's where I'm up with it with his situation.
0: A conversation for another day is what's going on with Becky right now. Cause there's talk is heating up that she's going to go WNBA in New York, but I want to bring it back to, I'm glad you mentioned seventh seed next year because this is on the docket looking at the the NBA standings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is the seventh seed in a year that looks like this even acceptable where you have everything from the fourth seed down to the ninth seed within two games of 500,
1: yeah, and it's the Spurs a, I can't, are just outside
0: of that because yeah. if, you, if you go on a three-game winning streak, you can find this team right there in, in, in the fourth, fifth seed. So are you saying that seventh seed is too low of expectations? Is that what you're saying? I, I'm wondering Asking? if this is an accurate representation, an accurate measurement of where this team is. Given the years, the, the last year and this year, and so even yeah. next year, because you, it doesn't look anything like we're, done do. with this. like we're done with this pandemic for a while. No,
1: I do because everybody's dealing with it. Every franchise is dealing with it. The Spurs aren't the only franchise trying to get back on track to become a legit playoff team. Some of them have been working at it longer than the Spurs have. So for y'all that say, hey, Ben Calvin, calm down. It's only been four years. Look at Sacramento. Look at these teams. Look at the Mavericks. So, uh, those are for y'all people. I'm just telling you that I feel, yes, it's a fair measurement because everybody's dealing with this COVID situation. The standings
0: are what the standings are. So is everybody else stuck in no man's land too then? No. It's, it's reflected in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. No. Just like the NFL – Nobody no. has really separated themselves, and the Spurs are no. part of that conversation. You can
1: right I'm talking about the neck and eye test dude when you can look at these teams play and say they are a team that can match up talent wise with other rosters in the league. And even though the Spurs are playing better right now, I don't we, we can't say that about this franchise now. So no, I don't consider everybody well, we'll stuck in. We'll have a true the, test uh, tonight. Yeah, we'll have a tonight. And we'll I'm not saying that I'm not we'll saying they got to go and win tonight just to prove that this wasn't a fluke. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if they can go beat Utah back to back, because Utah ain't going to come in here taking them lightly now. I mean, they're a seven right. point they're underdog both, they're tonight both on three game. Yeah, Wednesday. they're a seven point underdog tonight at home. But knowing that you've got a team that's going to be in the Western Conference Final conversation. Okay, that they've got a chance to go against Golden State in the Western Conference Finals, depending on barring no injuries, or they got a chance to face, uh, you know, whoever else you want to put in there. But at the end of the day, if they can go and beat this team back to back, then you know what? How do you deal with success? But then they're going on and maybe they go. You know, hell, I could be having this take and we could look up a month from now and all of a sudden they're in the fourth seed. They're in the third. They continue to play better. And then now all of a sudden my no man's take is out the window. It's out the window. Right. I'm only going by what I've seen up to this point. And until I see different, I'm not going to go on, well, you know, that's pop. And it's only been four years. And you know what? That's okay. No, man. Results, black and white. There's a lot of coaches that are going to be fired in a few Mondays in the NFL off of black and white. Not because, hey, man, I know you coached in a pandemic for the last 18, 20 years. But, hey, look at the pressure Matt rules under. Matt Rule has won everywhere he's gone, from Temple to Baylor. And look at the questions here. That man's referring to Jay Z to get people off his ass. He's going. To, he's, he's sitting there saying, "Hey, Jay Z, didn't build what he had in one day." Matt Rule's under question, but we know Matt Rule's won everywhere, and people want him out in just two years. So, so to me, but see, it's,
2: different. But that's, yeah, that's but to me, that's different because of the expectations of other places, right? Matt Rule, he's won everywhere he's won, but he I mean where everywhere he's been, but there's not been a national championship. There hadn't been a championship there. Right. So their expectations like Temple. Temple had Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians and Matt Rule, they've all won and they've had success in the NFL. Uh Arians won Super Bowls. There's a difference in expectations set by others that have lived that thing. Just right. like in I, San Antonio. Right. Your expectations, you you are like you are like because you've lived there, you've gone through it, you are you are are used to seeing championships, and that's your expectations. But Tim Duncan and and Manu and Tony Parker aren't walking through that door, and it's gonna take time. Let's not forget what the Spurs were before. That's that fine. Happened.
1: That's fine. But as long as the person's in control, there's and you are gotten to a certain level, there's certain people that subscribe to that. And I'm one of those that you know what, you gotta prove it. You've got to prove it. When you sit down and hear Nick Saban's is on his press tour getting ready for uh, Cincinnati that's coming into the spot that they wanted, the spot they didn't want to make sure nobody screwed and let them out of the playoffs. Well, come on, bring your ass right here. You get to to find out in semis what it's about. But Nick is making his thing and say, hey, you know what? He's like, honestly, man. And he says it after we goes, but really, it's about the next one. Your only good is your next one. When people ask, how do you just, how do you get on the recruiting trail? How do you, you're only good. When you get to next that you're only, you're steady having to prove, and that's what I subscribe to. I've been doing this show for 17 years, and it's still as long as, I mean, we've, we, we've gone through changes on the show. We've gone through time slot changes. We've gone through sponsor changes. But as long as Calvin is sitting here, introduction to everything, there's certain standards and a certain show and prove us that I've had to do to not just fans, to the people in the business that I have to live with every day. If I do that, I'd like my mama said, I'm never going to ask you something to do that I don't have to go through with. So I'm in this seat, so I'm going to hold like, hey, you're the GOAT. This is a dynasty, I've always considered a dynasty, even though they didn't go back to back. We just like that, don't give you a seven, eight year pack. What are you doing to get back? Because you're in there in the conversations with the Bill Belichick's, the Nick Savings. That's all I'm saying. He leaves. It's like okay, restart. It's a whole thing. I'm telling you why this man is controlling the line. We're not just gonna sit there. and Well, man, look, man, look at the rest of the standings. Look, everybody. So the annoyed. question
2: needs to be about pop, not about the team. It needs to be more. It's about, about pop. It's about as the far way as the as organizations run. Your, your ran. standards that right. you're Right. It's just yeah. about like because it's yeah. as easily. But it's, it's hard all to him, get though. there.
1: It's hard to get yeah. there. But it's hard as hell to stay on top and stay as a respectable organization. The NBA has let us know where they look at the Spurs and how many televised games they've gotten in the last two years, despite the five championships. Okay, that's all I'm saying, and that don't change. When we get back, we're going to get the Laura's phone call. Then we're going to jump into the boys who went in all three phases yesterday. Definitely want to talk about that and the Washington football team. You listen to The Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back.
2: Harbaugh Harge here. Let me tell you about the great folks over at Cover 3. Doug Young and Matt Dotson had a vision of creating a restaurant that you can have the ultimate date night, happy hour with coworkers, or just want to hang out with your friends while watching sports. They have great food like Doug's Reuben, the best-selling Allendale salad, or my go-to, the Jerk Wings. They have chef specials that start on Thursdays and run through Sunday. The brunch is amazing over the weekend. Cover 3 is the place to be. Go to Cover-3.com for more details. All right, back here on
1: the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Hards, 1-800-707-9760. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. All right, so before we get into our Dallas Cowboys uh, talk, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Laura. Laura, you on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, Laura?
3: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Happy New Year to you guys. You too. Long-time listener. Thanks. Okay, I have two two things I want to say. One, I think... Harbaugh is being whiny baby. Uh, from what I gathered, the stuff I've read, they were trying to set a franchise record with X amount of yards passing in a game. I, I've got no problem with that. Um, you know, is it unsportsmanlike? I don't know, not when you're going for a record. Two, I'm a die-in-the-wool Aggie, so I'm disappointed they're not playing in the bowl game. But I, I will tell you this. A and M is walking away from over four million dollar payout. Okay, and you don't do that voluntarily. And charter buses, hotels, all that stuff doesn't get reimbursed. So I really think these teams are pulling out because of the strict NCAA guidelines on COVID. I don't think they're dodging the game.
2: Hey,
1: Laura, let me ask you something For you make some good points. Before you hang up, let me ask you, since you're a diehard Aggie, if the Texas A&M Aggies was playing in a New Year Six, let's say if they were playing in the Rose Bowl or New Year Six if they were playing in one of these Final Four, under the same circumstances, would they be going to play that game?
3: You know, I I don't know. I do know I have a an in, insider in the athletic department. Okay, A week ago today, they had 32 confirmed cases of COVID. And with all the, you know, that stupid transfer portal and people declaring for the NFL, they had 38 players they could suit up for the game. So instead of waiting, like probably Miami did or hell, look what happened to poor Memphis over the weekend with the Hawaii Bowl. They wanted to give as much notice as they could. Okay. So I I can't answer that. I mean I don't know. I mean, gee. I know, it's Uh, it's
1: it's the million dollars. Thank you for the phone call, Laura, and thank you for the insight there. You know, she makes some good points. Like, hey, if it's four million, if those numbers are accurate, yeah, you just don't for for that. But like, it's like Hardt alluded to and I alluded to. A and M, it it, it ain't about the money. I mean, a four million dollar payday to them, uh, that that ain't gonna that ain't gonna buy them more Rodell equipment or whatever. Like other schools, A and M got money. Okay, so but there's some truth. You just don't for four million. I'll answer that question for you. We'll never know, but I'll answer that one for you, Lord. Yes, they're playing. If this was a Rose Bowl, they would take those 38 kids, and even if it meant a beat down or whatever, they're going to play in that. Uh, but I just feel that when you're playing in a bowl, there's really nothing to lose. I mean, nothing really to gain to lose. You already wrapped up the number one, allegedly the number one recruiting class in this past recruiting, so you can't say it's for recruitment. I- I'm just going to take yes. There's I'm not saying there. They, I'm not saying it's fake news. I'm not saying COVID. All these 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 uh, positive tests are fake, Laura. But what I'm saying is they punted on this bowl game. They punted on it. And saying that they turned out a four million dollar payday from the University of AM, that don't that that ain't nothing. That's like me walking past a five dollar bill and not want to pick it up because I don't want bad karma for the week. You know? That's what that <laughs> is. That's that's well, that's competing. I, I what will you got? Say this,
2: and she's got a great point about the um the transfer portal because a lot of kids did declare early. They don't have their starting quarterback, they don't have their starting starting quarterback in Haynes King. And now they lost Calzada. And there's gonna be probably some other players. They probably lost a ton of players, top of the line players that are are going to be uh foregoing and going to the NFL. But I do want I do understand the the timing of it all. So let's just say, to your point, if you were thinking of a New Year's Six game, but everything has to be the same, because if they were playing in a New Year's Six game and they got it now, I mean a New Year's Day game, and they were, they got it right now. They would still be eligible to play because most of those guys would have been coming off of the COVID list. So it's a lot of it has to do with the timing of it all. Okay, too. that's true. Because they are playing in a game, you know what I'm saying? Because they're playing in a game that is what it was supposed to be this week. Right. So hypothetically, like next so, day or so. so hypothetically, for the sake of yeah. this
1: conversation, let's just say the New Year's Day Bowl or the Rose Bowl to play was now. They were dealing with it now. I believe they would still find a way to right. play. And and again, COVID. Okay, I, I can so I can find that. But the transfer portal and kids. What I'm not buying that. Look at Nevada. Nevada just got their asses handed to them this morning. By Western Michigan because they got a quarterback getting ready for the draft. They lost their head coach and they had like four of the, but you know what? They still showed up to play a MAC team. I mean, it's it, to me. I think just like in society. And like you said, what do we believe? Do we know if it's not just this extra booster that's gone? We don't know because this thing has been just it's been all a big cluster. You know what? From day one, it's been politicized and everything else. So you don't know what to believe from expert, whether it's people's conspiracy about Fauci, whatever. All I'm knowing is just like in regular society, while people don't want to go back to work, while people this and this, there's people that have gotten custom under the 18, 20 plus months dealing with this to use covid for a lot of different things and reasons. That's all I'm saying. Not saying it ain't true. I'm just saying that. I, and like I said, I am not giving no university excuses for just because you have a bunch of kids that the a transfer product will go find some other. But go find some people. Hell, Mike Leach had a walk on yeah. uh, kickers uh, competition a uh, few about a month ago. Go find somebody.
2: One yeah. Mike, Mike Leach Normally has some kicks. Seven
1: sixty. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. <laughs>